Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome in to Best on the Board. It is Tuesday, June 21st, and on this episode of Best on the Board, we are going to take a stroll through Major League Baseball, highlight our favorite plays for this jam-packed Tuesday. Michael Beller, Nick Groke, here with you to do just that. Nick, what's going on, man? Uh, not a ton. Uh, we're getting into the week right now with some new series and, and, and things across the baseball landscape. It's fun. It's a good week. It is. I've actually got, so I'm in a uh, MLB survivor pool. Um, plenty of people listening probably know what it is. In case you don't, though, you, um, you you pick one team. You have that team for the week, and they just need to go 500 or better in their games. And, and so there's a lot of people in this pool. You really got to, like, you really need to, if you're going to win this pool, you're going to have to pick almost every team in the majors. So you got to find the right spots to pick some of the lesser teams in the majors. And it also gives you something to cheer for throughout the week. So I'm on the, I'm on the Oakland A's this week, Nick. Uh, they start a series, uh, what tonight against, I know they've got, they've got the Royals over the weekend, I believe. And then they've got uh, a series. Yeah. With the Mariners at home starting tonight. So uh, just looking for a three and three week out of the A's. It's not a play for me outside of the survivor pool, but that's what you're talking about. We, we find ways to make everything fun here. You so often pick against the A's. This is fascinating. Now I now I'm like really locked into what the A's are going to do this week. <laughs> hey, if I'm if I'm going to win this thing, I'm going to have to use almost every team. Maybe every team might have to find a time to use the Nationals. Might have to find a time to use the Royals. So getting the Mariners at home and then the Royals. This is the time to strike on the Oakland A's. I am not betting on the Oakland A's. However, I'm going to start this off with a much. Much, much, much better team. There's way more muches in there, but we only have so long to go on this show. So I'm going to start us off with a much better team here. You and I both have a play for, you know, frankly, these are two much better teams than uh, the Oakland A's. Great series. We've got maybe this is a preview of the World Series going on in Houston. Mets in Houston to take on the Astros. We are looking at Trevor Williams for the Mets tonight and Jose Urquidy for the Astros. So we both have plays in this game. They are different plays, but they are both backing the Mets. I will start off with mine. I love this Mets offense. I do not like Jose Urquidy. I have picked on him a few times over the last few weeks. I'm going to do so again by taking the Mets to score more than four and a half runs at plus 120. Jose Urquidy's got a 4.99 ERA. He's got a 6.16 XERA. The Mets, fifth in the majors in WOBA, first in the majors in OBP with the third lowest strikeout rate. This team this team makes you work. This team puts a ton of balls in play. This team hits the ball very hard. And when they get guys on base, they've got the sort of thump that can suddenly make, you know, single single into a three-run game. And so I really like the Mets against uh, Jose Urquidy. I think they go over the four and a half runs, and I love that I'm getting plus 120 on it. Yeah, Jose Arquiti was fine last year. Uh, pitched a little bit more than a hundred, a little more than a hundred innings. It was kind of an abbreviated year for a starter, but uh, he was good. Uh, this year, decidedly less good. Uh, he's he's striking out fewer batters, walking more. He's allowing a lot more hits this year. His WHIP is way up. It's almost double this year. Um, like you said, against a Mets team that can put the ball in play, that's bad news. Uh, this game is basically straight up. Uh, I, the, the Astros are getting a bump by playing at home, I suspect, mm -hmm. but, um, and there might be a little bit of disrespect for Trevor Williams, who's starting tonight for the, for the Mets swing man, not a normal starter. Uh, yep. but in, in the, his last start against was against the Dodgers. He went five innings, uh, struck out five over five, only gave up two runs. They won that game. The Mets won that game in LA against the Dodgers with Trevor Williams starting. So, uh, it's not like he's some like throw in nobody. 
Uh, Trevor Williams is a good starter. He's the kind of guy you're going to see all over the playoffs. Managers, when you know when games get short in the playoffs, Trevor Williams is the kind of guy you that managers will really lean on. He'll throw a bunch of games. Uh, he'll he'll pitch in tough spots. Uh, he he will be a very important arm for the Mets. And I just like like you said, he you know the Mets just set up really well in this game. It's the kind of thing where I don't even mind giving up runs. If, if need be, but you don't have to, they're underdogs in this game. Um, and I, you know, just, it's a, basically a straight up game that, that the line favors the Astros a little bit because they're playing at home. It's, it's spelled, it has mess written all over it in this game, I think. Minus 135, the Astros money line, plus 115, the Mets. And I'm basically with you. You know, Trevor Rodgers is not a stranger to success as a starter. He's had some success in Pittsburgh in his career, had some success with the Cubs earlier in his career, and is going to be probably an important guy who can do a little bit of everything for the Mets once they get into October. Uh, But, you know, we're we're effectively making the same bet. I'm just getting a little bit better uh, uh, juice on mine with the plus 120 versus the plus 115, and I don't have to worry about what Trevor Williams does. I can just trust the Mets offense to be the Mets offense. I mean, I, you're so you're going to be like the smart guy. That's your that's <laughs> your play. Like you. <laughs> I mean, I like where you're going. I like where you're going. Try to be the smart guy. I'm going to try to be the smart guy with this pick here, too. Uh, White Sox and Blue Jays, another, uh, you know, maybe not the the exact punch that that we thought this series had at the start of the season, just given the way the White Sox have played uh, to this point. But this, I mean, no one would would be surprised if the White Sox figure things out here and ultimately are playing deep into October themselves. Great pitching matchup, probably the best pitching matchup of the night. Dylan Cease going for the White Sox. Kevin Gosman taking the mound for the Blue Jays. We've got the White Sox now sitting at plus 115 on the money line and the Blue Jays at minus 135. This game is in Chicago. Mick, this is purely, purely, purely a play on the money. You're giving me Dylan Cease plus money at home? That's it. I am in. I, I The Blue Jays are awesome. I love this offense. I love betting on this offense. I just traded for Matt Chapman in a fantasy league of mine. So I, I, I totally buy that there's better days ahead for him. I love what Kevin Gosman has done this season. How could I not? But Dylan Cease at home, plus money. Enough said. The guy has not given up an earned run in more than a month. He did get tagged for six runs a couple of starts ago, but those were all unearned runs. He has not given up an earned run in over a month here. I just, I, I, tough matchup for him, obviously. Just as tough a matchup for the Blue Jays' offense as it is to face Dylan Cease. I am in Chicago. It is a super hot day. It's a great day to hit. Still, give me Dylan Cease all day getting plus money. I will absolutely take that right there. This game jumped out at me, too, as a great game. Uh, the kind of great game that I that I would want to stay away from because I, w- I would maybe get a little too involved in it. It's like a, a great game to follow. Uh, another another game that's, like, you know, that's, that's so close that if you give, you know, the – when the White Sox get a run and a half, the money line swings way into their favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think our people people are recognizing what you're saying. That Dylan Cease is a very good pitcher, and if the Blue Jays are going to are going to like eke this one out, it's going to be very very close. And when you get into a very very close game, this weird stuff can happen late, man. Like you know, it, it, relievers are streaky. Relievers are weird, and uh, you know, at some point, I think in this game, you're going to have to get beyond Dylan Cease uh, and rely on on somebody down, you know, down the list in the bullpen. Um, but a, a Liam Hendricks a Liam Hendricks bullpen, we should say too, with him on the IL right now. Uh, exactly, and but and and the and the Blue Jays, like I mean, you 
you don't have to say a whole lot about them except that they're a very good team, but they're playing really well lately. It's <laughs> yeah. a good game. I, I'm not I wouldn't I wouldn't try to talk you out of of going with the White Sox in this. It's it's a this is a fun game. It, it should be a really good game. Two great pitchers, two guys. Who, you know, This could be one-two in the AL Cy Young voting at the end of the season. So definitely the marquee game, even though maybe not the marquee matchup, that probably goes to Mets and Astros, the marquee game because of what we've got on the mound with Dylan Cease and Kevin Gosman. And again, I am taking Dylan Cease all day, getting his plus 115 at home. Okay, Nick, take us over to the NL Central. We've got Cardinals. We've got Brewers. Huge series. Anytime these teams get together, unless one of them falls way off the pace, rest of the season, these are going to be big, big series in the NL Central. Clearly, the two top teams in the Central could to be two of these six NL playoff teams. Jack Flaherty for the Cardinals. Carlos Gonzalez for the Brewers. The money line favors the Cardinals, minus 130. Brewers sitting at plus 110 at home. But you're going to take us over to the run line. Who do you like on that and why? Well, you know, it's dangerous to look too far. Uh, it's dangerous for me anyway to look too far ahead in the season. But I really hope these two teams are playing late in the year, late in September. Uh, mm-hmm. This would be this would be a that would be a, an, a, an awesome series late. Uh, there will be a lot on the line between these two teams. It's gonna, they're going to stay close. The Cardinals have have really cut the distance um, with the Brewers here this season. That it's it's setting up like it could very well be a tight race between them. And even if it's not, it's going to be a tight race for a wild card spot between one of them. So it, there's a lot on the line every time these two yes. teams play. Um, in this game, the the Brewers playing at home really should be favorites, but a couple of things are, are working against them. They're pitching Chichi Gonzalez for the first time um, since he he was designated by the Twins earlier this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chichi Gonzalez, a former Rockies pitcher, uh, very professional. He can throw strikes, but he's not at all an overwhelming guy. Uh, there are two things that can happen with Chichi Gonzalez. If he's throwing strikes, uh, then pitch, then 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 hitters who like to tee off, like Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt, will tee off. And if he's not in the zone, then they're walking. Uh, he can he can catch fire, Chichi Gonzalez. But there's a reason that he's bouncing around a little bit. He's sort of a fifth starter, kind of swingman guy. Um, he's a fill-in for the Brewers, let's be honest, and the Cardinals are hitting really well. They've hit a tough stretch a little bit. They lost 2-3 of three in Boston, but they were hitting well. Um, Arnado hit two over the Monster. They scored 11 runs for a win um, on one of those games. Uh, the, the, Cardinals are, <laughs> the Cardinals are a really good lineup right now, and and with Jack Flaherty, there's some questions about Jack Flaherty pitching for them, um, coming back from a shoulder injury. This is just his second start of the season. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. This is not a Jack Flaherty game. This is a Cardinals offense game <laughs> against sure. Brewer against Brewer starter Chichi Gonzalez. I, I think Flaherty's like probably the story in St. Louis, but that's not the that's not the betting story. The story is how much really can the can the Cardinals tee off on Chichi Gonzalez, and I think they can tee off quite a bit. If you if they lay a run and a half, the Cardinals, you can get them at plus one twenty right now. I, I think that's a really safe bet for the Cardinals, and uh, you know you know you, that's not you're not giving up a lot. I know it's a good Brewers team. I get it. Um, it's a very good Brewers bullpen. I get it. Uh, but the the Cardinals are a good offense right now, and I, I think this is a, a this is a time to reach a little bit and and go. Go on the go on the run line for a little bit more favor and on the money. 
Another team that uh, not exactly someone you want to face if you can't miss bats because they're not going to help you out. They all they are tied with the Mets for the third lowest strikeout rate in the majors. So you're not going to really whiff them. You're going to have to induce soft contact. Gigi Gonzalez, not exactly the sort of guy who we trust to do that against a lineup like this. And hey, this could be his you know, only start for the Brewers with uh, uh, Brandon Woodruff having made a rehab start, looking like he's going to be able to rejoin this rotation in short order. So there you go. Cardinals laying that run and a half. You get plus 120 in Milwaukee. I'm going to wrap things up here. Also in the NL Central with two very bad teams, the Cubs and the Pirates. Ran- Roanzi Contreras, excuse me, going back to the mound for the Pirates tonight. This has been a great story for this Pirates team. Hey, look, this is not going to be a competitive team. We already know that this is not a playoff team, but you've got Contreras, you've got O'Neill Cruz now up with the big league club. You know, maybe there's a little bit of an arrow up for the Pirates uh, with some of these young guys joining the big league roster in Contreras, a 25.2% K rate this year. The Cubs, the 11th highest K rate in the majors at 23%. That actually ticks up a couple tenths of a percentage point when you are going up against a right-handed pitcher. And Contreras, five and a half Ks. If he can go over that number, it'll pay out at even money, plus 100. This Cubs team has just proven itself to be overmatched. You have some automatic outs at the bottom of the lineup, and we just, you know, we know what David Ross is going to do with a righty on the mound. Jason Hayward is going to be in the lineup. Alfonso Rivas, who actually has some bat-to-ball skills, he's going to be in the lineup. Patrick Wisdom strikes out a ton. Jonathan VR probably going to be in the lineup tonight. Strikes out a ton. You've just got a lot of swing and miss up and down this lineup. And outside of Wilson Contreras and maybe Ian Happ, no one else really scares you too much in this lineup. Christopher Morell been a nice story, but not exactly someone who you are fearful of not helping out on the 5.5K for Rowanzi Contreras. So I think he gets over that number, and I like that I'm getting even money on it. Uh, Rob Manfred would like a word with you, rooting for strikeouts. <laughs> uh, but it's a good play. It's a good play. The, the, this game there will not end up on the uh, MLB highlight reel that they send to potential sponsors, but... Um, but like it's a fun game. I think these games are fun when you, you kind of like you, it gets. It's not. It's not that it's like unpredictable. But when two bad teams play each other, mm-hmm. um, and the Pirates, like we should mention, the Pirates are playing better. Uh, they they don't suck. Yeah. Um, but a couple games ahead of the Cubs in the standings. Right. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of people have them like you know like 29th maybe in the yeah. league to start the season. Yeah. But they're working they could their be way like a up. Solid twenty fifth. Yeah, and they keep calling guys up. Like, you know, there's, like, lots of fun stuff kind of happening with the Pirates uh, if you're a hardcore Pirates fan. Uh, but, yeah, like, this is a kind of game – I mean, I, you, I, you're not rooting for failure. I hear, I see what you're doing. It's, like, a fun game to kind of keep an eye on. Um, and, you know, it's, like, one of those games that can get wild. And, like, all of a sudden, you know, Ron's the Contreras is striking out 10 or something. It's, like, completely possible. So, yeah, it's it's like kind of a fun game to get weird with. There you go. From us, let's get a little bit weird. Let's get a little bit weird. Let's get a little bit not weird. You know, we find a nice line to straddle here on Best on the Board. Five plays for your MLB Gambling Tuesday. That will do it for this episode of Best on the Board. Thanks so much for being with us. For Nick, I am Michael Beller. Good luck. Happy betting. We'll talk to you soon.